for staying with me on this Sunday afternoon. I don't know what it's doing outside. It looks like it might be still snowing. I don't know. I think so. All flurries. Uh, whatever. Yep. So I appreciate it. Appreciate it. And uh, anyway. Okay, listen, we were talking to Donna when we went to, to break here. And she's got a doxy great pier. That somebody was standing on a hill. And uh, anyway, that's used a lot. Okay, now Donna, have you had this dog since a puppy? Yes. Okay. One thing that do- people, humans do to dogs is that they think the dog needs to chew 24-7. So they're always giving the dog something to chew, especially when they're puppies. Yeah. And yes, uh-huh. when they're losing their teeth, yeah, they need they have the need to chew. But what happens is that after, over time, if you constantly do that, it becomes a dog's smoking habit. The dog <laughs> doesn't know how to just be still, hang out without chewing something, all right? right. And so what we got to do is break the habit of constantly chewing so what you're going to do is like now is this the only dog you have yep okay so what you're going to practice you just uh take a nylon leash hook it onto the regular collar okay not a harness but a collar and then Mm -hmm. put the bulk of the leash on a chair and sit on the bulk of the leash and only give him enough leash that if he lays down the collar stays loose sit back in your chair put your hand over your wrist what take one hand and put it on your wrist okay Mm -hmm. and then now, if the dog, if the heat stands up and puts his paws on your knees, look yeah. to the right or the left. I don't care. Just side profile to the dog. Now extend your arms out. Remember, you got your holding your wrist, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> extend your wrist out and go ah, just like that. But don't look at the dog. Keep the the side profile. That's a calming signal. But mm-hmm. his feet are on your knees, and so that your your arms come away from your body and give it a give him a bump and just give him a growl. Ah. Just like that. Okay, what we're after here is we want to teach him that he's not going to get anything from you, all right? And eventually he's going to get so bored, he's going to lay down and just go, well, isn't this fun? Well, what you're teaching him to do is to calm himself down by himself without any help Mm -hmm. from you and not always have to be chewing on something. All right. Yeah. So that's what we want to do is you want to teach him how to hang out, zen out without anything to do. All right. Perfect. And th- that's so, what, really good advice. so what you want to do is like three times every day. You got a minute, sit on the leash, ignore the dog. Got five minutes, sit on the leash, ignore the dog. Got a half hour, sit. If you could do it more than three times, I don't care. But at least three times every day, you're going to sit on the leash and ignore the dog. So now okay. you're teaching him to learn to just hang out. And like okay, I say, He's most spoiled at home, and there's four of us who do distance learning and teaching and being a principal, and we're in and out, and he's, I know I've spoiled him. I know I have. Yep, now now we just got to get him, uh, do you use a kennel at all? He's very smart. Yes, he's used a kennel. He has used a kennel. We don't have to kennel him during the day. No, you should. During the day when you're at home, you pop him in the uh, five minutes here, a half hour there. If he's sleeping, leave him alone. You want to use that kennel periodically during the day, not just in the evening or when you leave. You want always leave the always leave the door open. So if he wants to go in there by himself, he can. Sure, got it. Because what we got to do is teach him to chill out, hang out, and it's no big deal. Okay. He does it really well, usually. He just doesn't do it well, like in the evening when we all get home. <laughs> then he wants all the attention. Uh-huh. So you've given me some good ideas. Okay, good. Good, good, Thank good. You. Well, good luck, kiddo. Thank you. All Bye-bye. Right, bye. Yeah. Unfortunately, people, like I say, they, they insist on the dog needs to chew, 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 chew. 
And all that does is create a small, you know, they don't know how to just be still. So you want to teach your dog how to just be still, whereas they could just lay down, chill out. Like with my dogs, you know, I lay down, and yeah. every once in a while, Gilligan, well, not lay down, when I sit down, like by the computer, mm-hmm. he'll either come up, sit down, look at me, and like, oh, are you here for a while, or what are we doing, you know? And okay. every once in a while, then he'll stand up, like, can I come up? And then I'll just say lap, and then he'll jump up. Okay? Yeah. I kind of uh, tickle in my throat. Hold on Oh, a no. But anyway, and so, but the whole thing is, is that, you know, I, 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 I'm all over the house. You know, I go in and out of the bathroom, down there, this, downstairs, upstairs, they're into the laundry room, da, 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 da. And the dogs aren't constantly following me. Dogs that constantly follow their humans, I mean, perpetually, 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 mm-hmm. those are going to be the future celebration. Um, the uh, uh, separation anxiety dogs. You right. try to leave yeah. and it is not going to work. Mm. So that's why I deplore everybody. You go get yourself plastic kennels because dogs feel more safe and secure in them. And you're going to start feeding them in the kennels. And you're going to put it where it's a, it's easy, accessible for everybody. And you're going to throw a treat in there and say, kennel, real happy. And then let him go in and come back out. And then eventually he's going to go in and then shut the door. Uh, maybe go to the end of the hallway, come back. As long as the dog is quiet, just open the door and move on. You're going to slowly incorporate where the door will be shut longer and longer. Okay. And then yeah. eventually you're going to be out of sight longer and longer. And so now the dog sees it as a friend and not a foe. And so the thing is, is that I've talked, I think, every week about this, is that the problem with the all-wire kennels is dogs are denning animals. They want their backs secure. Some personality of dogs are fine in them, but still what I worry about is the sound that they make. They, they are mm. horrid with sounds. They make a lot of tinny noises that unnerve a lot of dogs. Yeah. So anyway, but so I please get the plastic ones. I know Marketplace has got a lot of them. You know what I mean? You can get them any place, but they, they are, I know they're not. I tell some people that if you're really worried it doesn't make a fashion statement, then uh, put wallpaper on the outside, paint it, you know, make it look pretty, <clears throat> give it that little extra feel, okay? But anyway, so that but I, I can't say enough. You guys have to start working on getting those dogs used. That some that you have to go to the store sometime. You know, right now people are just they're not probably even thinking about it. Uh, one will run to the store, one will stay home with the dog. Oh, you know what I mean? They're not right. really leaving the dog alone. Then maybe because look at restaurants have been closed. So people haven't been going out together. Mm-hmm. And so and then people haven't been going to the, you know, to work. Either usually one's home or what, you know what I mean? And so you've got to start living now, setting yourself up for six months, eight months, a year down the line. That as things open, open up, that your dog isn't chewing the wallpaper or chewing the um, sheetrock off, breaking oh, windows, yeah. pulling blinds down because you you never kennel trained them, and they don't want they're they're at wit's end because they do not want to be left by themselves. Right. So it's going to be baby steps right now. Baby so steps. get started now. Whereas, you, you know, it's a minute here, five minutes there, a half hour, and you're going to extend it with you going out of sight and in sight. And it's just, you just baby step it. Whereas it's just, just don't put the dog in the kennel and, and leave, walk away. <laughs> you know, because then you're going to come back. The kennel will probably be shredded uh-huh. uh, or be walked across the floor. The dog will be drooling. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You, yeah. You got to slowly acclimate them. Very important. Ah, okay. Hey, we got some open lines. Six, five, one, six, four, one. One oh seven one six five one six four one one oh seven one. Uh 
Oh, why don't we head for break right now? Sure. So I can take go grab a drink of water here. Okay, you ready for this one? Let's see which one are we going to do. What did seven eat? What did seven <laughs> eat? We'll be back. I want your ugly, I want your Pretty great. Is that pink? Lady Gaga. Gaga, okay. I couldn't remember. I want to see her in concert so bad. Do you really? I do. Oh, cool. That's pretty good, though. i got to admit. Okay, what did seven eat? I want to say eight, but I don't... Eight? Nine? Yes. <laughs> seven, eight, nine. Got it. Okay, so seven, eight, nine. That's what... Seven, eight. Cute. Got it? Yes. All right. Good job. Good job. You can get this. See? You can, you'll get down to my level one of these oh, days. I will. I'll, I'll know all the jokes by then. There you go. There you go. Always something to talk, talk about. Definitely. Okay. Who's up next? We have Jennifer, and her dog just kind of goes over the top when she like comes home and okay. kind of acts out a bit. You and about a gazillion other owners. <laughs> hey, Jennifer, what kind of a dog do you have? Um, He is a Malamute German Shepherd mix. Oh, my. How many pounds? Um, he's about 60, 65 right now at a year. Okay. 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 Yeah. So you. He's co- a really, he's a great dog other than this craziness that he does when I come home. Okay. So when you come through the door, what, what uh, do you look like? What do you do? Are you saying hi? You're trying to pet him, trying to push him off. What are we doing? I'll be very honest with you. I've tried everything. I've tried ignoring him. I've tried being stern with him. I've tried being okay quiet and you know someone told me to kind of hold him down and tell him to settle uh-huh. so i've tried that as well it's more coming out of his crate that he just goes berserk okay okay so when you uh okay so when you come home is he usually free or is he in his kennel um he is usually free okay Okay, so let's take two things. One, one, let's do one thing at a time here. Okay, so you come through the door. Are you coming through the garage? You're coming through the front door, side door, what? A side door. Okay, so when you open the door, you come in. Now, what? walk me through what's going on. I immediately, he will be scratching at the door the second he hears my car pull up. Okay. And I tell him, settle, settle, settle. Mm-hmm. And usually in a very stern voice. Uh-huh. And it just kind of sets him off. Okay. Like he just goes crazy. Okay. Okay. So now you come through the door, and then what's going on? He's scratching he, at the door. You yell, you tell him not scra- to do that. He scratches at me. He he just, he goes crazy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, what, do you have a split level? What, what What's your house like? Um, It's a pretty much, we live on the single floor. Okay. Um, okay. Usually when you get a dog that's this, uh, you did something that created this mess. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the thing is, is my guess is that you would come to the door and oh, it's my buddy. So you, you, you created the over exuberance. Now okay. we got to try to get it to undo. Now the, the, what I would strongly recommend if you got time, are you working from home or what? Um, no, I'm a bartender. Okay. So, well, good. Oh, yeah. we always need that. I did it for 30 years. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, uh, because what you need here is to douse him with you coming in. Whereas you go okay. out, and then maybe in 10 minutes, you come back in. Okay. Then you go back out. And in t- okay. a half hour, you come back in. But now, what I want you to do, I know this is going to be tough. I get it. I get it. When you walk in, you're not going to look at him. You're going to look to the ceiling. You're going to stand with your hands flat at your side. You're just going to stand okay. there. You're not going to look at him. Nothing. You're not going to say nothing. Okay? Okay. You're just, okay. just going to totally be, you're like a statue. All right? Okay. Okay. 
And then, like I said, what's going to happen? Usually when you try to change this rambunctiousness, it, the first two days, it seems like you're. It's this is not working. This is not working. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, the third day, as I the dog, uh, the little light goes on in the dog's head. Oh, I think I get what you're trying to do. And what's going to happen is that he may be very zealous at first, but he's going to settle down quicker. And once he starts settling down, don't pet him. Don't look at him. Don't you? You cannot look at him. Mm-hmm. You got to look to the ceiling or give him a side profile, but you can't give him any eye contact whatsoever. Okay. And so, and if you have to, if you're worried about him like pawing at you, well, then get high rubber boots. <laughs> get oh, that's some what hockey, I do. <laughs> get some high, you know, get some hockey gear. <laughs> yep. I always got thick slippers on or my boots. So okay. he can't get at my feet. He Good. Can't. Okay. And yeah. But the whole, it's going to be the hardest thing for you, but you can't do anything. You can't okay. make a move. You can't make a sound. You just got to be a statue. So then once okay. he finally settles in, and hopefully it won't be too long, okay, then just uh, like take one step and move. Stop. Then take another okay. step and move. And what you're trying to go to is maybe a bathroom or a door or a room with a door on it. So you can yep. go behind and then just kind of, okay, okay, <clears throat> regroup, regroup. Okay. Then you're going to come back out. Don't look at him. Okay, and you're okay. not going to say anything until you get further into the house, and then you're going to ask him for very calmly, sit. And if he, ah, 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 sit, you're going to almost whisper to him, all right? Very okay. calm, very whisper. And then okay. and then give him a little tickle in the chest. If, he, if that wigs him out, you know, side profile. Make, make, don't give him any direct eye contact, okay? Side okay. profile is a calming signal to a dog. But what you want to okay. do is maybe take, <clears throat> like, a, a, a couple days that you know you're going to be home, like mm-hmm. I say, literally you're you're in out in out in out. So pretty soon he's like, holy crap! <laughs> yeah. And so so now he's going to get the more you can douse him with this, and then obviously you're it's not you haven't been gone that long, so it's not going to mm-hmm. rev him up like if you've been gone for a while. But the whole thing is that you come in and do the exact same thing. You stand perfectly still. You don't look at him. You don't touch him. You don't do anything. And then like I say, if he's just all fours on the ground, then kind of spin your way to like maybe the bathroom or the bedroom just very slowly look okay. into the ceiling don't give him any eye contact okay then you let's say you go to the bathroom then you come back out only when all four is on the floor and you can you know he's he's acting calm ask him for a sit give a little tickle mm-hmm. slowly incorporate him in because but kneeing him pinning him to the ground all that is in his eyes is well you play a little rough bring it on <laughs> okay okay yeah, yeah that's him yeah <laughs> And so what you got to do is that you just got to outwit him where uh, with him. Okay. Whereas it's like, I, 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 he, there's nothing he can do that's going to get a rise out of you. And that's why, like okay. I said, pad yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. But, yeah. The, but the more that you can do it in a three day interval where you're out, you're in, you're out, you're in, you know, but make sure that it's like there's at least a half hour, 45 minutes between, uh, then maybe there's 10 minutes between really just change it up. And yeah. no, uh, every time you come in, it's the exact same thing. Once you open the door, you just stand perfectly still hands at your side so that he can't grab anything okay Okay. and then as bad as you want to say something you can't you just got to just totally ignore you don't even have a dog right now and so then like i say slowly incorporate him and then you're going to hit a new beat that he's going to learn that when you come through the door the more patient he is eventually you will get him to ask him to sit and you will get a he'll get a pet for you okay yeah he kind of gets that like when i do come home if he does get really crazy mm -hmm. he will eventually sit and then he's just like oh gosh Someone touch me. Yeah. Someone pet me. 
you know, and so then I don't and kind of walk away. If I walk away from him, he seems to get a little bit better. Good. Yep. And so what you want to do is first, so you want to be able to get your butt in the house without getting top. Yeah. And then your goal is that you can walk in and keep walking. Okay. Without anybody, he'll walk with you, but he's not mowing over you. Okay. okay. So it's just going to be baby steps is what it's going to be. And you can't yeah. push it. Don't push it because, yeah. and, and then you tell everybody too, from here on out, nobody is to greet the dog ever, ever, never when they come in the house. Nobody's to, they walk on by. Don't look at the dog. Don't touch the dog. There's going to be no greeting of the dog at any door ever again. That's yeah. going to happen later in the house. Okay. Yeah, that's worked when I've had like friends over. They will bring dog treats. Everybody knows they need to bring dog treats with them. Okay. And they keep them in their pockets and they just kind of stand still until he's accepting. Okay. Then they make them sit and give them treats. Okay. There you go. You know. Okay. Sounds good. But that, okay. you just got to get people on board that they're not to rev the dog up. But the whole thing is, is that you got to remember, don't look at them. No eye contact, okay. side profile, total calming, calming signal. And uh, like I said, the first about three, four times, it's going to be like, this is not going to work. But no, if you okay. just got to have more persistence and consistent than he does. And okay. then eventually you're going to start seeing the horizon and the things will get better. Okay. Okay. Okay, but remember, Sounds talk good. very calm, very slow, very low. Just be what you want him to be. You want him to be calm, then you're going to talk almost a whisper. <clears throat> and then eventually that's going to, it's going to help you in many other ways too. Okay? Okay. Okay. Same, same as, same as, same as him coming out of his crate. Oh, yep. Oh, yeah. Do, the, oh, same, do okay. the same thing coming out of his crate. Well, see, you know, coming out of his crate, now, I'm glad you brought that back up. Because there are some dogs that come out and man, it's like they're ricocheting from the chandelier. They come out of there like a, they're shot out of a cannon. Yeah. Uh, okay. What I've always done. I have the leash with me. Okay, I go to open. I'm not saying anything to the dog. I'm not talking to him. I'm not doing anything. I don't want to rev mm-hmm. him up. He's already revved up. Okay, so then I yeah. go to open it, and the dog tries to burst through. I slam the door, and I just go, ah! Okay, so then, okay. I, then I count one, two in my head. I slowly open the door, and if he tries to, you know, sandwich his head, slam the door. Okay. okay. But you have okay. to slam it. It's not just a little, no, it's slam. Okay. Now okay. let's say I finally can open the kennel door and he's waiting. I'm going to go and hook the leash on. Okay, okay. Now he can only come out politely. I'm just going to calmly say, let's go. Okay. Now, okay. I'm, but I'm going to be ready in case he wants to jump on me. I'm going to step on the leash about 10, 12 inches from the hook with both feet. So now okay. if he tries to jump on me, he can't. Now, I know where to step on the leash is that when he's standing, his head is dipped a little bit. But if he Mm -hmm. sits, the collar goes loose. And if he lays, the collar goes loose. Okay? And so then what you just after here is that now he's going to calm himself down. Because now he can't do anything, he can't jump on, he can't jump out at anything. And so that's okay. what you got to do is just hit a new beat of what the new norm is going to be and what words you need for him to listen to. Okay? All right. That okay. sounds good. Okay, kid. Good luck. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you it. Bye bye. <clears throat> yep, that's you know when you got an overzealous dog, it is not fun. Say <laughs> like, here, here. <laughs> it's like no, no. Oh well, it is what it is. But all right, uh, hey, we got you got to get a call. Give a call six five one six four one one zero seven one. One thing you know that we were talking earlier about the squeakers that dog that you know it's dogs hate 
the word uh, hate squeakers. That's why they literally <clears throat> rip them out in yeah. 0.2 seconds. Yeah, okay? exactly. Now, there are some dogs that like to walk, walk around the house going, you know, squeakity, squeakity, squeakity. There are some people that like nails on a chalkboard. Mm. But where these squeakers can really come in handy is that you're out on a walk, and especially if you've been having trouble like the dog alerting to when he sees another person or he sees another dog, bring a squeaker with you and put it in your pocket. And the minute the dog goes on the alert, get into his head, hit the squeaker and go, squeak, hey, what's this over here? And redirect him off the path onto something else. Don't allow him to make an issue of barking and lunging and whatever at that other dog or those people. Now, this is another thing too, guys. Remember, harnesses restrain, they don't mm. train. And so what's people are going to have really good upper body strength by holding the dog back. And that you're not teaching them a darn thing. You're just teaching them to, re, you know, that you can hold them back until either that person or that dog is gone and then they can go out in front. No, what you got to do is you got to be able to use a squeaker to your advantage to redirect the head so that you can get into the head so you can get them onto something else. Okay, okay, let's hear. What is black when you get it, red and hot when you use it, and white when you are through with it? We'll be back. All right. Hey, we got time for a couple more calls if you want to give a holler. 651 641 1071. Okay, let's see. What is black when you get it, red and hot when you use it, and white when you are through with it? Um, I don't know. Coal. Oh. <laughs> Coal. There you go. Okay. Okay, what we were talking about earlier, squeakers. Mm-hmm. Okay, is that most dogs hate that that when you, they hear a squeaker, it's like give it to me so I can rip it out in zero point two seconds. So, folks, if you keep buying your dog toys with squeakers in it that make sound, you're teaching your dog to be destructive, to rip things up, to get that squeaker so he can destroy it. In the meantime, he can swallow some of the stuffings or the threading and such like that, and then now you can create a blockage, and now it's a five thousand dollar surgery to save your dog's. Uh, life. So there's so many things out there that are silent. They don't make a sound. And dogs shouldn't be ripping and shredding their toys. They should be able to throw it, pick it up, you throw it, pick it up, you know what I mean? Or just hang out, okay? But don't allow your dog to lay and shred things. And then also, you know, like the Kong, K-O-N-G family, they've got so many. You got Bento, B-E-N-T-O. Uh, those have some true things that uh, many dogs like. Uh, so that's what, you know, not dogs don't need to chew 24 seven, but so anyway, so now you're on a walk and let's say your dog is having problems. Like he sees another person and he goes, person, person. Okay. What you're going to do is you're going to get that squeaker, hit it in your pocket and say, squeak it. And the dog's going to stop and look at you and forget about that person and that dog. Like I think I, I thought I heard a squeaker. Okay. And then what you're going to do is go off the path or over to the side and maybe touch a bush or touch a tree. <gasps> what is this? What is this? So what we're after to get the dog's attention is head away from it. And so then eventually that you can, that whatever turns is having, like let's say he has an issue with another dog, another uh, a person coming down, they can get closer and closer be- before he becomes reactive because you learn to divert him. And then also eventually what your goal is, is that they can walk right by and there's no issue. Now, never ever, uh, don't let your dogs meet any dogs on a walk. 
Okay, or people on a walk. No, that's not their job. That is, you are not out to meet people and other dogs. You are out there for a walk, the two of you. You're a team. And so what you're going to do is that nobody needs to meet your dog, only dog people and dogs that are within your circle, you know, friends of yours and dog. Okay. Their dogs, all right? That's the only. Everybody thinks that if uh, the, the more dogs and the more people a dog meets, the more uh, social they are. No, that is not true, folks. What it is is that there's many dogs that don't like to meet new people and new dogs. It's really hard for them. Same with people. And so when you're out for a walk, you are not a social time. You create social time like why, you know, inviting family, friends, neighbors over that you want to hang around with that have dogs that your dog gets along with. That's social time, okay? It's not how many people and dogs that they know to be social, all right? And so that's why on walks, if somebody says, oh, can I pet your dogs or can I dogs meet? You're going to say, nope, we're in training and just walk on by. All right. You're not being naughty or not. not. And there are some dogs that are are, uh, very reactive. And then um, I'm sure I've talked about this before. And hopefully you remember it. The yellow ribbon. Put a yellow ribbon, kind of a gaudy one, a yellow ribbon on your and on your collar and then on the leash and teach people what the yellow ribbon means. The yellow ribbon means my dog has space issues. Stay out of our face and space. So then you don't have to every two seconds. When people say, oh, can I dogs meet? Can I dogs meet? No. Is that the, uh, you're teaching you what the yellow ribbon means. My dog has space issues. Go around us. Don't, we're not interested in meeting. And it's not being uh, a snot or a standoffish or whatever. The whole thing is is that people are very sue happy. Let's say I'm petting your dog, and I go to take my hand away, and the dog's tooth gets caught onto my cuff of my sleeve, and all of a sudden rips my sleeve, and it's like, your dog bit me. No, my dog didn't bite you. Well, look at it. Tore my cuff. All of a sudden, you're in court defending your dog. Okay? So why even go down? Just stay within your circle of friends. Their dog does not need to meet a whole community of people that are not in your circle, whether it's two-legged or four-legged. Okay? So that's why, like I said, that squeaker toy in the pocket can get that dog's head turned and onto something else. And it's also good if your dog takes off, squeak the toy, squeak, 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 come, squeak, squeak, come, and run the opposite way. Don't run after the dog. You run the opposite way, squeaking the toy and the dog is like i need to have that <laughs> and so you know you can go to the dollar store and get squeaker toys that yeah. are obnoxious for a buck you know <laughs> and just keep one in your car keep one with you you can buy in bulk these squeakers that are in the toys they're plastic i get the large ones the large oh, okay. replaceable toy dog toy squeakers you can buy them in bags of 12 to 100 oh you know i give everybody when i teach to come i everybody gets a squeaker okay, okay. And so then I say you can either buy more or whatever. Right. So, But anyway, but the squeakers are invaluable to get the dog's head to turn and get him onto other things. So did somebody call? Um, I guess, but then they had to go. But um, kind of question about, you know, when it's cold outside and like the pot going out to potty kind of mm-hmm. issues with that was like the question. Oh, okay. Well, it's warming up now. We don't have to worry about that. Exactly. Last week we did. The big thing is, is every dog... Paw freeze is different than other dogs, okay? I mean, uh, I remember Zelda, my 90-pounder. Yeah. There was times she'd go out there and I wasn't even out there for five minutes and paw freeze! And Gilligan's running circles around her like, what, are you crazy? You know, so every dog is different. So just don't go for any length of walks unless you want to put, you know, 
Uh, I was going to put gloves. <laughs> the booties? Put the booties on. Then you don't have to worry about paw freeze, okay? So anyway, and every dog's different, just like with everybody, every human, you know, is different as far as uh, what their cold level is, what is makes them cold, what you make when you're cold and what makes me cold might be two different things. You got five layers on, I got two layers right. on, you know, or vice versa. And so that's why what you just got to do is know your dog and what their limits are and go from there. But anyway, so so squeaker toys uh, to get the dog to come and then also to get their head turned, you know, to look at you like if you're out on a walk and you, they're just like zeroing in. Um, and then remember, harnesses restrain, they don't train. Now, let's look at it from the dog's point of view. Okay, you're out on a walk, the harness, and you're letting the dog scan in front of you. <clears throat> okay, now the dog is out in front of you. So now that tells the dog that he's cool and you're not. He's the leader, you're the peon because he's out in front of you. Right. Okay, now let's say all of a sudden he, he sees something, you know, a dog, a, a person, and now he starts becoming reactive. Well, because he's out in front, he's the leader, he's supposed to take care of everything that's oh. out in front. Okay, so that's why when you go for walks, you want him to walk them to walk nicely at your left side. And do you know why we train dogs on our left side? I do not. Okay, the first ones, uh, the first anybody that did anything with dogs, domesticated dogs, were hunters. And most hunters are right-handed, and you can't have the dog under the gun. And so mm. we put the dogs mm-hmm. on the left side. Okay. You know, after a while, you could teach, teach a dog to do right and left if you want. As, you know, some people are weird out going on the left, especially lefties have a hard time having the dog <laughs> on the left. But anyway, and so the thing is, is that but we all trainers train from the left side, end of story. That's, so that's how why we train dogs on the left side, okay? But anyway, okay, so now um, uh, so now you're going out for a walk, and then, like I said, dog sees something, he's scanning, your automatic reaction is to pull him back and restrain him next to you. So now, guess what you're going to do? You're going to teach the dog leash aggression, okay? Because you got a harness on and you're restraining him, you know you're trying to keep him in control. But the dog sees it as, okay, you must be upset about it because the leash is tight. Here, let me go get it for you. All right. And so that's why what leash aggression is caused by humans reining the dog in, holding them tight. And then I can't understand why the dog is getting worse and worse and worse. And that's why you need to have a good training collar, the right one for your dog's personality, and not a harness. So there, remember how mom would reprimand them if mom, uh, they were hanging off of mom's face? She would give them, you know, quick pull out and come around the, the, the pup's neck with their teeth and squeeze with their teeth. And that would hurt. It'd get a pinch, okay? Whereas, I'm sorry, mom, I'm sorry, mom. It gets the pup's attention. So you got to get a training collar that gets the pup's attention or the dog's attention. You know, like I use uh, star mark collars, uh, and then I also like the pinch, but I fit mine different. All my training collars slide on, slide off. So when the dog is paying attention, there is no collar pressure when the leash is hooked to it. You can almost put your hand between the neck of the dog and the collar. Most trainers fit them very snug and up behind the back of the ears. And I don't believe in that because the thing is, is that's constant pressure. And then from the dog's point of view, 
I'd be like you and me going for a walk, Hope, mm-hmm. and I and I put pressure between your elbow and your armpit, and we're walking and we're walking. Okay, pretty soon you're going to look at me. How can I get rid of that pressure? Right. What can I do to get rid of that pressure? And that's what happens to many dogs mm-hmm. when they have those tight collars. They don't know how to get, so they become frustrated, and that can turn them into lease aggressions oh, also. sure. Okay? So that's why uh, training collars should slide on, slide off, like the star mark or the prong collar, and then uh, so that... There, when there is no collar pressure, the hook of the leash is resting on the back of the dog or alongside. That tells you the dog is thinking. He's paying attention. Mm. He's got a decision. If he doesn't listen to the word heel or sit, then there might be a correction. Okay, so you got to teach dogs words and what they mean. But leash aggression is usually caused by the human trying to restrain the dog from getting into trouble but the dog doesn't see it that way he sees it as the human has a trouble with it so then let's together go and take out this dog or or this uh human sure okay? so anyway okay how do you make the number one disappear by adding one letter to it number one how do we make it disappear by adding one letter to it we'll be back got one last call for the day who is it oh wait a minute i forgot the trivia okay. question <laughs> okay how do you make the number one disappear by adding one letter to it uh g excellent yes. gone. <laughs> gone yep g-o-n-e mm-hmm. and it's gone there it's you gone. go look at you you yeah. did it you did it yeah i got a couple today yes ding 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 perfect all right okay let's uh head to the phone line for the last call of the day yes josiah has a question about it his dog eating everything. All right. Hi, Josiah. Hi there. Thanks so much for taking my call. Oh, thanks for calling. What kind of dog do you got? Uh, so she's an eight-year-old German short hair pointer. Okay. Um, and I got her when she was about four. We rescued her. We know that she was uh, rescued from the street. Okay. Um, but in the past couple of months, she's developed this habit of eating anything she can possibly eat in sight. Such or as? if she can get it. Um, uh, plastic bags. Uh, we recently found this week um, three whole entire socks that she had thrown up. Oh, really? Okay. So um, we're we don't know what to do. It's a uh, it's a, a new habit that she's developed, um, and uh, we're looking for some advice if possible. Okay, when they eat things that they're not supposed to, that's called pica, p i c a, pica. And usually, what they has to do with is their digestive system is off. So what we need to do is we need to change foods and get some supplements into this dog. Okay, number one, do you do a rotation diet? Yes, we do when we can, yep. Okay, no, not when you can. How often do you rotate? Oh, well, every bag. We try to change the brands. Okay, and then, like, what ones are you feeding? Um, usually, you know, we uh, we have three dogs, so we don't have a whole lot of money to spend on the, the most expensive brands. Well, it doesn't have to be to expensive. Do... It just got to be, you know, yeah. medium quality at least. But so... Sure, so... We usually do Purina brands or, or something of that nature. Okay, yeah. Um, I would strongly recommend, if you don't want to have vet bills up, <laughs> that you might want to try the Nutrisource line from Perm, Minnesota. 
And the thing is, is that when you change, everybody thinks you change brands. No, when a rotation diet means you change the formulas. Like maybe you feed a chicken base this time, and then maybe a lamb base the next time, and then a beef base the next time. You change the formula is what it is, okay? Because of what pica is, is the digestive system has gone upside down. That means she's lacking good enzymes in her gut, gut system to digest the, pro- the food properly. So she's uh, dogs have an uncanny ability to try to find what they're lacking in their diet through eating stuff, okay? And so if this has just started happening, how, how long has she been doing this? Uh, maybe a couple months, but yeah. it's, it's also ramped up. Like, um, it was a, a few things here and there, but now it's, it's yeah. literally anything she can find and we don't catch her. Yep. And so now what we got to do is ASAP. We got to change your food. I would get her off a of chicken because most of the stuff you probably have been feeding is chicken base. I would try the Nutrisource turkey and rice, okay. <clears throat> turkey and rice. Okay. Then you need uh, apple cider, organic apple cider vinegar. How many pounds is she? Uh, she's about 55. 55. So you can build to a tablespoon. <clears throat> and then you want to do that for about three weeks, once a day. You can give all the dogs this if you want. Okay. Okay. And then you need a probiotic. You need a digestive enzyme. Okay. So those are the three you're going to start with. And did you do, do you use organic extra virgin coconut oil at all? Um, no. Okay. Because that takes out inflammation in the gut system, and it's good for their coat, too. But right now, okay. the first, because if I give you too much, you're going to shut down and do nothing, okay? So yeah. right now, what I would do is go to, uh, like, Chuck and Don's. What area do you live in? Coon Rapids. Coon Rapids. Okay, so you got Pet Evolution, I think, over there. Uh, there's yeah, one right off of 65. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so what you're going to do is you're going to get the uh, Nutrisource turkey and rice. Turkey and rice. Right? And then you're going to rotate that into all your dogs. All your dogs can eat the same thing. So start out with a quarter of the new to three quarters of the old for like four or five days, 50-50 for four or five days. And then once they've had it and it comes back into rotation, you just open the bag and feed it out. The next bag, you might want to try their beef and rice or grain-free. All right? So it's up to yourself on how you want to do that. But this dog, is because it's amped up, her gut system is really in the toilet. Uh, and then what you can do, uh, you know, th- that's why you want to get started on this right, right now. And then like yesterday. And so then see how that, the change in diet and adding the apple cider vinegar and then the probiotic and the digestive enzymes. And you can get those at like vitalplanet.com, V I T A L vitalplanet.com. <clears throat> or com under pet products. All right, and so if you are you taking any probiotics or any digestive enzymes? Uh, no, not currently. Okay, because like I say, you can use yours too. So anyway, so that's what you want to do with this dog. And so you give her two weeks, see how she starts doing if she's backing off. Because other the other thing that you might want to do, you know, with her age, you said she's eight, is that you might want to have a complete blood profile done just to make sure her kidneys, liver, and things are okay inside, okay? Because like I say, sometimes, you know, I, I don't want to be the... Uh, Debbie Downer, but you know, at, at eight, uh, cancer sometimes can cause this kind of stuff to happen. Okay, and yeah. so, but usually it's the diet, and so that's why, like I say, do, doing a complete blood blood profile to make sure her stats are level, and then how's her weight? Is she overweight, underweight? What? Nope, she's pretty good. Okay, good. We, she actually just went in last week because she split her nail in half. And oh, so <laughs> we did a checkup on her 
for that. So okay. She's pretty good. Okay, good. Okay, so then, like I say, so the, the, the big thing is is to get off the food that you're feeding, go into the Nutrisource products, um, and you can go to Nutri, N-U-T-R-I, SourcePetFoods.com, and can see their whole line. Okay, but I would get off because my guess is that you've probably been on chicken, uh, probably probably chicken and lamb are the two ones that you've been doing over time. And we want to stay away from that from right now and try turkey and try beef. Okay. Okay. And so that's why, like I said, they've got they've got a lot to rotate. But rotate in, watch the dog's doo-doos. If the dog doo-doos start getting a little bit sloppy, then you're rotating too fast. Slow down. Maybe do it, you know, 50-50 for, you know, five days or six days. Then go to three-quarters of the old to uh, new to three-quarters of the, or a quarter of the new. So just watch the doo-doos. And that, that will take, you know, because you haven't rotated that much, you know, that, that the system has to get used to it. Okay? Sure. Okay, so that's the main thing, but it, it's called PICA, P-I-C-A, and it's usually their their gut system is in the toilet, and that's what you have to rebuild to get them to stop this chronic, you know, eating socks, pay, you know, everything they're not supposed to, okay? Yeah. Well, thanks so much. Okay, I kiddo, it. good luck. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm so glad that the dog threw the socks up, because that would have not have been good. Yeah. You know, that causes major blockages mm. of socks, so that's it's that's craziness. But anyway, another thing that I want to bring up uh, today is that itchy and shedding dogs and cats. Itchy and shedding dogs and cats. Okay, first of all, itchy. Number one, that means the omega-3s and 6s are low. And when the furnace goes on to when the furnace goes off, you guys need to bump up your omega-3s and 6s and same with the dogs and the cats. Yeah. All right? <laughs> okay, and so that's why fish oil, krill oil, sardines. Uh, cats love the sardines in, in water. Uh, tiki cat has cutlet, sardine cutlets that are awesome. You can even eat them. You know, that tiki cat is... Uh, it made it a human processing plant. So literally, you can eat the tiki stuff if you want. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, and so, um, uh, so yeah, so we got to get uh, the omega-3s and 6s come from fish oil, uh, phyto, phytoplankton. That's what fish eat to give you the fish oil. And so look and then and, and bump them up. Uh, dogs that are <clears throat> under uh, 20, uh, 25 pounds, you need five, 500 to 1,000 milligrams a day. Dogs that are, uh, you know, medium-sized dogs, uh, fifteen up to 1,500 a day. And large dogs, 1,500 to uh, 2,000. You know, because when the furnace goes on, the furnace goes off. <clears throat> that sucks the moisture out of us and the yeah. dogs. Okay, then also, too, What's the humidity in your house? If you're petting the cat and you start getting snapped, or you you know, uh, or, or you notice extra shedding, all shedding is is dead dry hair. Yeah. So that's why you've got to get the mega threes and the mega sixes up. And so if there if that's in like you know Adeline, you have no idea where Adeline sleeps in our house because she's not perpetually shedding because her coat's in condition because I've made sure that her mega threes and sixes are bumped up because the heat's on. And same with the dogs. And so that's why really you know uh, if you have to uh, get the humidity whether you get a humidifier, turn the mm-hmm. always the when you take a shower, always leave the door to the bathroom open so right. that that water moisture gets out into your house. Yeah, that helps it. That's good. My aquarium has just been dropping by inches. Oh, really? Because there's so much. you know the house needs so much more moisture. Yeah, and so that's why. Uh, but uh, so so shedding. 
over shedding. A dog and cat should only shed once in the spring, once in the fall. End of story. If they're shedding all the time, look to their food, mm-hmm. get them on better products, mm-hmm. and then get them on the uh, the omega threes and sixes. Fish oil. So if you take fish oil, give it to your dog, give it to your cat. The best way for the cats to get their fish oil is because they're so finicky. It's just give them a can of sardines <laughs> in water. Not I hate the smell of sardines, but oh well. It's for the dogs. I can buck it up. I can do it for them. I can do it for them. But anyway, and so then itchy, same thing. So that's why, like I say, check the humidity, get the omega threes and sixes in there. Now the fish oil test. If you're not, if you're not sure if your oil is good, your fish oil is good. Oh, okay. <clears throat> get a styrofoam cup. Yep. Crack one of the capsules. Mm-hmm. Okay, drain it or you know push it or you know squeeze it in there. Go to bed. Wake up in the morning. And if there's a hole in the styrofoam cup that's rancid fish oil, throw it away. Oh, gosh. If the fish oil is sitting there saying, you can use me, use it. It's good fish oil. Okay? Good to know. There you go. Wow. Well, you guys have a grand week. Go to mytalk1071.com. Check out my KDK9 Facebook page, my KDK9 webpage for phone consults, puppy classes, and such like that, and the podcast. All my shows are podcasts. Hope you did another great week. Thank you so much. Thank you. You guys have a good week. And listen